So I have a couple of red flags that I'm gonna share with you today, specifically for this episode. So I have a red flag of overwhelm, I have a red flag which is not wanting to work on things and feeling like I don't have enough time. Hi everybody and welcome back to the Model Me podcast. I hope you're doing so well. This is December, what on earth is going on? Do you know what, it's really funny because as I was just thinking how I'm gonna intro, I was thinking about how everybody always says like, I hope you're doing so well. And it just makes me sound like, I don't know, somebody else. Um, And I don't mean that in a way where I'm digging at anybody else. It's just kind of like asking ourselves the question like, what does that actually mean? Like if I'm saying, I hope that you're doing well, my question that I'm immediately asking myself is like, how is your physical health? How is your intellectual health? And I'm gonna go on to more of that lately. And I know you're probably thinking, hold on, what, who, what, I know, I know. This is how we roll at Model Me. We go straight in, right in the deep end, and we just really wanna help you understand how you can be the most authentic version of yourself. So. My name is Natasha, if we've never met before. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to our podcast or if you're watching us on YouTube. And we've been running this business for five and a half years. I can't believe it that in 2024, we're gonna be six years old. It's just absolutely crackers. And today I'm following on from our previous podcast episode, which was podcast number three. And we really spoke about thought life, how it affects everything that you do, everything that you think, even the relationships that you have. And I think for me, like, I'm asking myself this question, like, why is it not spoken about more? Like, why are we not teaching people that actually, I keep hitting my nails on my desk, why is it that we're not actually teaching people that you can have full dominion over your thought life? And I think that that's really where this has come from for me, is I've had really incredible revelations lately on your thought life, how you can choose what you're thinking, how you can actually change certain thought constructs in your mind. And it's actually like, it is difficult. And I think it's actually supposed to be because the science behind it is you're literally changing neural pathways in your mind. So it's kind of crazy when you think about that because I feel like we live in a world that's very like, you know, you are who you are, your personality is your personality. You can't change anything about that. And I actually feel like, the book I've been reading by Dr. Caroline Leaf that I recommended last time is the complete opposite. It's really helped me feel so empowered that actually I can change what I'm thinking about. And trust me, you might be sitting there thinking, yeah, sure, how does this impact me? If I'm sitting here, I'm just gonna be really honest, like I have some thoughts I need to change. I have some thought patterns that I need to get rid out of my life. And so, When I um, was thinking about what we would do to continue, I know I promised a couple of things that I would share on today's podcast. So it's quite crazy because interestingly, interestingly enough, as I finished episode three of the podcast, guess what happened to me? Not long after, your girl over here started to get red flags for burnout. And I have been on a journey of understanding how burnout affects me for quite a few years. So I don't have, it's not like a new relationship that I have with understanding burnout, but I do feel that burnout is a massive, massive buzzword now. And like everybody is kind of throwing it around. And I actually went to a well-being in the workplace event last week. And one of the things I said to somebody that I was discussing with after is, I think we throw this term around so much. Like, oh, I'm feeling burnt out. I'm burnt out. I'm this, I'm burnt. Like it's, it's constant, like, 
just everywhere and it kind of can make you feel like well what about a person that is actually burnt out and maybe you're just tired maybe you're just exhausted and so I use this word because there is a lot of science behind what I'm about to share because I've been reading this incredible um, book that's based on science. I mean, I say reading, it's not a recent thing. I read this in 2019 and it's just, yeah, so, so good. 2019, maybe 2020, you know? When I first heard about it, they were on Brené Brown's podcast and um, that's kind of how I got introduced to Emily and Emilia Nagoski. So when we're talking about burnout, I think it's really important that we understand, you know, what are your red flags? Because I actually think that burnout doesn't just happen immediately it's something that builds up over time and you know there's a lot that they say in that book that actually is along that line of thinking and I think that we have to become aware of certain things in our life and for me I call them red flags if I'm aware of the red flags that I'm going to experience or having with um certain areas in my life in terms of burnout I can actually put markers in place it's the same thing for me with loneliness like if I put markers in place, I know I'm not gonna get to a place where I'm feeling really lonely. And that was actually something that Shelley Collins taught me um, through COVID, where she said, look, if you're feeling lonely, put markers in place so that you're not in a place where you end up getting to being lonely. So I have a couple of red flags that I'm gonna share with you today, specifically for this episode. So I have a red flag of overwhelm, I have a red flag which is not wanting to work on things and feeling like I don't have enough time. Now, I know that some of you might not necessarily be in a job that you love, but actually I feel very privileged to say that recently I quit my waitressing job, which I actually did enjoy, but I have always dreamt of doing my business more, of having more time on my business. And it's quite funny because, you know, it's a massive leap of faith. I, you know, don't have any financial backing. That means all of a sudden, you know, I've got investment that means I can do the business and not worry about the paycheck. But I'm trusting God that it's the right time for me to do this, to put more energy, more time into building this incredible business called Model Me. And I feel really thrilled um, and really privileged to just have the courage to do it, but also, yeah, I wouldn't be lying if, I would be lying if I said I didn't feel a little bit like, oh, what is, how am I gonna make this work? But I don't focus on those thoughts. Remember what I said about thoughts. I don't focus on those thoughts. I focus on what is my mission here? What is my purpose? What am I called to do? What can I do in this world that nobody else can do? And I really believe that for all of us. I believe that we all have a calling. We all have a unique destiny written into our lives, a purpose, something inside of you that nobody else has that you need to do in this life. Because if you don't do it, nobody else will do it. And then the world will miss out on what we're supposed to have from specifically you. So that's what I, some of the things I mean when I say, you know, Model Me is about being the most authentic version of you, okay? So if we talk about (laughs) feeling like we've not got enough time, I struggle with this all the time. And I really feel like it's such a lie in society that has really made us think that, you know, I can't do everything I want or need to do. And actually, I think we do have time, but we've got to learn how to prioritise it. So yesterday um, I was at my church and two of my dear friends were were preaching. They're a married couple. They are incredible. Um, Cara is someone you will speak at Model Me, you will see speak at Model Me regularly. And one of the things I learned from their message yesterday that I thought was so relevant to what I was going to talk about today was about how we need to be disciplined with our time. So 
Now I'm like fully remote. I have two days a week that I do consulting for somebody um, on event management. But other than that, even I mean, even that role is remote. So it's like, I'm figuring out now this new rhythm of my life where I am, I could be, if I don't watch it, on my own all the time. I could be working on a screen at a desk all the time. And if you know me, then you know that that is like not me. Like I need to be around people. I'm an extrovert. That's where I get my energy from. I have learned about myself that actually I am an introvert too. And I, in the sense of I need time to refill. I think they call it like extroverted introvert. And to be honest, I don't even really know if I'd give myself that label. Again, I think we're quite guilty of giving ourselves labels all the time. And I just did that right there. But I think that it's so important. I'm going to lay this on thick today because I just, I feel it so strongly. Like we need to know who we are. We need to know these things about ourselves. I know I need people to energize me, to make me feel like I, you know, I'm prospering in my life and, you know, people that can encourage me and, you know, champion me. I need that in my life to make me feel like I am doing good. And some people don't need that in their life. I mean, I actually think we all need a bit of encouragement here and there, but that's another conversation. Um, And so I, what I do to kind of like look at my week and make sure this is related to burnout for me, because what you have to understand is knowing who you are can help you understand your burnout. So with my burnout, if I'm spending all my time by myself and I'm working alone, I'm probably going to slip into burnout um, or at least having red flags for burnout quicker than I realise because I'm not being energised in the way that I know I need, which is being around people. So I actually, um, I found, I use um, Grace Beverly's, I tried to look for it, but uh, I think it's actually behind my laptop. I use Grace Beverly's, um, the productivity method planner. I have a physical one, but she also has a really, really great digital planner now that she uses through Notion, which I'm still getting to grips with, but I am really trying to implement putting those. Otherwise I'm live on Google Calendar. If it's not on my calendar, it's like not happening. And I have so many different things like all of us that happen through the week that I need one central place where it runs through. And that for me is my Google Calendar. So shout out Google. (laughs) This is not a sponsor. Um, You never know one day. Hey, so I think now it's like figuring out for me, what does that rhythm look like? And you know, what does it work like? So I do try and plan my week out and I actually prioritize certain things. So If I've got like a fitness class in Shoreditch, which is actually where I'm going after this, so I'm in my gym, get ready. Um, I, it takes time for me to get to Shoreditch because I live West and I know you're sitting there thinking you're mad. Like, are there not great gyms in West? There might be, but I like my block. And so I go to block. Um, And I just feel really honored that I've, you know, been able to work with them. I've been going to their gyms for literally like, oh my gosh maybe four years, um, and I really love my gym. And do you know what? I live by the Elizabeth line, guys. So Elizabeth line is fantastic. I rate her so much. I don't even slate her when she's not working because I'm like, she exists. So what I do is I'll look at my kind of week and I'll see, okay, what fitness classes do I wanna do at Block? What events have I got? What meetings am I having? And I'll make sure that there's a priority around things like my fitness, Obviously any Model Me event has to have priority. And also um, in-person meetings, I think are really important to honor, um, as well as um, online ones. But I think 
I just love being in person with people. So I really want to try and make sure I prioritize those. And I think I've got to be aware that if I am not feeling good, if I'm not feeling well, then I can't turn up and be that best person that I want to be in the meeting or at my event. And I think a fitness thing is different. You can turn up to your class and not be feeling fab, but it will help you regardless. But I think there are certain things like events that I'm going or meetings that I'm having that I need to make sure that I am well. So I can be really guilty of filling up my calendar and making sure every hour is accountable. And I just felt like last week I had one of these moments where I looked at my calendar on a Monday and I'd had a really full on few days where I'd just been with people nonstop. And as much as I'm as an extrovert and I need to be around people, I also need time alone. I need time to reflect. I need, and there's nothing more I love than being alone in my room, spending time with God and asking him like, you know, where am I at? Where am I going? What do I need to do next? And actually that's something I'm going to make sure I do today because it's the start of a new month. We're going to finish 2023 and I need some deep reflection. I don't know about you guys, but I've had a year, a big year of transition. A lot has happened for me. Um, and I don't know if I actually thought the year would end up like it is. I definitely started the year thinking I'm going to quit my waitressing job but there was an element of me was like, I don't know how I'm gonna do that. So I feel so incredibly grateful that I had the confidence to do it, ah, crazy. Um, so in terms of like planning my week, what I'll do is prioritize my fitness because I actually feel the best when I'm working out regularly, when I'm training, when I feel good in myself and not because of my appearance, but because of how it makes me feel mentally. And also definitely because it fills that extroverted energy up, you know? I'm pretty friendly with most of the trainers that I work with. Um, and that is just like, yeah, awesome that I feel like I'm getting to see a friend as well, like briefly. Um, and I know that fitness is important for me because that allows me to step into being the best friend, the best girlfriend, the best daughter, the best businesswoman, the best workshop facilitator, the best community leader, like those, I wanna turn up with excellence in my life and I have to look and think, well, what is gonna help me be excellent and feel excellent? So it did actually used to be about my appearance a long time ago, but we thank God because that is not true for me anymore and it's not where my identity is lying in. And actually we are launching a YouTube membership subscription very soon and I am very excited. And one of the videos that will go live is our body image and identity event that we did in September, which was truly amazing and a proper pinch me moment because this is something I really want to support and help people with because it is a part of my story and my journey. I just feel like I'm being ministered to right now as I say this to you. It's a part of my journey and my experience that I have really been delivered from. And I really thank God for that. And actually, I just wanna share something with you in the sense that whatever you're walking through, it can be a testimony. And yesterday, another thing my great friends preached was about how, you know, the things that we should be testifying and sharing with people. And, you know, as we walk our journey and we share with people how we got through certain things and how we climbed those mountains and got through those valleys is what our personal experience is. Let us not be people that try and talk and give advice on things that we frankly don't know about because that's not really going to help people in an authentic way. So yeah, and that's why I talk about burnout because 
I have wrestled and struggled with this. Like, you know, I said how I'm not sure if this book was came out in 2020. I don't know if it came out in 2020, but what I do know is I suffered and struggled with burnout in 2020. When we were in lockdown, I was burning out. And it was so crazy because it's like, I'm at home. But what was I doing? For the first time in my life, I had time to work on my business, on the thing I was so passionate about, what thing I am so passionate about and the thing I really, really love. But the truth is I can't do my business as well as I want to with this like scale of excellence that I really wanna, you know, try and always have if I'm not looking after myself and if I'm not first well. And that's my whole thing with Model Me, you know? That's literally us to a T. So if we talk about this burnt out book, something very powerful that this book taught me was really about solving your stress cycle and actually what it talks about is how your stress and stressor are actually two very different things. And they talk about it in the book, how it feels to actually like be living with the stress when maybe the stressor has disappeared. So they use really good examples about how like a lion chasing you, like that's the stressor, but the lion might suddenly leave and you're still full of, you know, the stress within your body. Okay, and so you actually have to go through a process. This is completing the stress cycle. You have to go through a process where you actually help your body feel safe and you help it feel like it's everything is okay now. So I love it. There's a quote that I have from the book that is, um, you know, you need to speak body language to your body. You need to speak the language that your body is used to, which is body language. So a way that I understand it is like when you're going through something stressful, it might be that you... I don't know, maybe you have been living with people that, you know, cause you stress, or it could be that you work with people that maybe they say things or they talk to you in a certain way and, you know, you can't tell them not to because of whatever reason. And so you have to live with that stressor and deal with that stress inside of yourself. And the way I understand it is like it ruminates in your body. And what's happening scientifically is your body is trying to find a way to deal with that stress. I'm not science, I got it from the book. Um, and so a, the most powerful way that they say to deal with stress is actually to exercise because that allows your body to feel like you're in a safe place because you are completing and solving that stress cycle. So they say anything from 20 to 60 minutes a day works well. So you might not want to do like a HIIT workout every day and that's understandable. Um, but what you could do is go for a walk. So I try and make sure if I'm not doing a workout class that day, then at least I'm going for a long walk or I used to try and do Pilates in my room, but I've fallen out of love with at-home workouts, I've got to say. So, um, I mean, Block have this great thing called Block TV, so I totally could like do that at home, but I like going to the gym. So I wanted to talk about what about your burnout? So that is all great, Tash. I loved hearing about that, solving your stress cycle and, you know, why burnout is so effective in my life. But actually, what about your burnout? So I'm going to use myself as an example since, you know, you're watching this or listening. And I like to think about, okay, what are my red flags? So I can't help you specifically, you watching this with all your red flags, but I hopefully can help you encourage, help encourage you to go and figure out what you think your red flags are. Like a red flag I used to have was an ulcer in my mouth. And so that was a very physical like example in my body that would come out that I knew I was doing too much and I needed to slow down very quickly. Um, but I think, you know, like I said earlier, 
one of my red flags might be overwhelm. Another red flag for me uh, might be like feeling I don't have enough time or not wanting to work on stuff. And that's a bit of a, that is a real thing for me. When I, you know, don't want to work on model me, I'm like, because <gasps> I love this so much and I am so fed by it. I love that every event that we have is incredible. Like we've never done a bad event. Like how many people can say that? Like that's insane. But it's because my metrics are, were people in the room impacted? Were people in the room changed? Were they, you know, really inspired by what we're doing? It My metric isn't how many people turned up, which is I think some what some people's metric is for business, but mine is about the well-being of the individual that turns up in the room and is dedicated to working on themselves, right? So I think it's important to understand like the steps, okay? So my friend watching this will laugh at me because in a very different context, we, we did this a few years ago when I was figuring out why I did stupid things. And so we'll talk about that maybe another day. I'm not promising. There are some things that I just can't talk about online, <laughs> but I can talk about burnout. So if burnout is step 10, for me, it's really vital to understand what step one, two and three is, because that's how you understand what those uh, red flags can look like. So a red flag for me is probably going to sit around step five. Um, but to be honest, if I can start to recognize things in step one and two, then that's amazing because then I can change things. I can change my schedule, you know, and then I'm not getting anywhere near burnout. Right. So there's a massive principle that I talk about all the time and it is called checking your circle. But in this regard, I'm going to talk about checking the content that you are consuming. So like I said, I'm in this place where I can spend more time in my business and that is such a gift. I really, really love that I'm getting more time in my company. But what's also really funny is because I'm 100% remote, I am finding that I can fill my time with aimless, busy tasks. Who feels me, right? And so I have got to make sure I'm staying focused. So one thing I'm kind of experimenting with now is having like a week, um, what am I calling it? Like a focus for the week. And so like, I think I said this on one of my other podcasts, like how when I first quit my job, actually a focus was for me to spend time with my friends because I had felt I'd really missed on that. And as I explained, I'm a big extrovert. So I really missed out in some ways because I was working so much with three different jobs and I wouldn't just call them jobs, but like projects. So I prioritize my sleep massively now. Like I really try and make sure if I can get eight or nine hours, we are singing. Um, but yeah, anything less than seven is a bit of a, mm, Natasha, you should have gone to bed early. So I really try, that's like one handy tip that I can give you is sleep is so important. So, so, so important. Um, I think my boyfriend even sent me a clip over the weekend how Albert Einstein, Albert Einstein slept 10 hours a day. And I just think we live in this world where we're obsessed with getting stuff done and we're obsessed with hustle culture. And actually like, I feel I get so much more done when I've slept well and I'm in a good place and I'm feeling productive and I can just whiz through it. When I work, when I'm tired, which I do often and I did last night, um, I actually, it takes me double the time to get it done. And actually it's like, why did I not just go to bed or relax? And so, yeah, I'm, I'm sharing this with you because I want you to know like this is a journey. I'm not perfect. I really still have things to work on, but you know, it's kind of the um, acknowledgement of those things, right? So I know it's not good for me to be alone all the time. So like I said, I make sure as I'm planning and looking through my week, like 
am I spending time with people? Another thing I really try and do is check the content I'm consuming because actually you need to be aware that sometimes there's, you know, some information, too much is just too much sometimes is the way I'm gonna say it. Another great thing that my friends were talking about yesterday is, um, and so I love talking about my faith. I'm gonna talk about my faith often because it's just changed and made me who I am today. And they were talking about how, you know, when I'm like trying to learn about God, let's say, and I'm watching a sermon or a video online, like it's amazing that I can like hear that message and, you know, be influenced and inspired by that message. But the truth is what God really wants is a personal relationship with you. And this is why I don't connect myself to the word religion because religion is something very different for me. What God really wants is a personal relationship with you. And so to have a personal relationship with God, that is me spending time with him in his word, reading the Bible, asking God, you know, that thing I said before that I was gonna do and, you know, really spend time with God about that direction that I'm going in, the reflection of my year. It is so important for me to do that because I want to have a relationship with my creator so that I know I'm on track and I know where I'm going. I don't wanna just be listening to, frankly people all the time in the world because like that's them and that's their conviction it's not to say you can't learn stuff from people i mean it's ironic because i'm talking to you on a video right now right but it's like i want people to know and this is such a good word they delivered yesterday because it is about having that personal time with god that personal relationship with your creator because there is nothing and no one else in the world that can give you better direction than him amen and amen anyway so for example, if you're starting a business, like one of the notes that I've made is how I think when you're starting a business or when you're building your business or maybe you're you're like working for somebody and you're working in marketing or social media, there is such a thing as way too much information. And I think sometimes we actually have to just like close the door on listening to so much information and say, do you know what? I can't listen to all of this right now. I need to just focus on what I've got right in front of me and do this really well and then take in more information when it's time. So like, I am a big idea tank. So one of the things that I've um, been investing in recently is I've done this, um, I met an amazing woman called Rachel Ivers who I can introduce any of you to if you'd like to. And she told me about this thing called Five Voices. And so I've been doing this like Five Voices um, leadership kind of, I don't know what to call it. I suppose it was a, a test or quiz at first and then reading these, um, reading and watching these videos that basically help you understand the characteristics of the kind of leader that you are. And it's so amazing because one of the things it says, which is me to Ati, is how you have so many ideas all the time and sometimes it can be hard to focus on one. Hello, I'm exposed. And so at Model Me, I have to be so disciplined with focusing on one or two ideas at a time. and making everything either work into that and if it doesn't work we say goodbye for now we park it we address it in a future um moment and so that's a really big struggle for me i wrestle with that all the time literally on a weekly basis and you know one of the things like i said i love hearing how we've impacted people i love getting testimony and you know i can walk into a room and make um, li i literally walk into a shop there's a shop called uniqlo where I got my nice fleecy jacket from that totally makes me feel like I could go skiing. I know, very cute. Um, anyway, I walked into the shop and I bumped into a guy that I had met previously in the Uniqlo store. And previously we'd spoke about football and I was quite passionate with telling him how I 
think he should be careful on who he's following because of what that team demonstrates and represents. Another conversation for another day. Uh, I talk about it a lot on my social. <laughs> but basically I went back in last week and he remembered me and I was like, hi. And we had this, you know, amazing conversation about how he's a student and how students really need help with their mental health. And you know, it's incredible because that is an idea that works with what we're focusing on right now with Model Me. That is an idea that works. But there are some times where I'll have some conversations with people and they'll be like, you know, you should focus on, I don't know, this. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. And I would love to focus and work on that one day. But the truth is I am one person. There is one person that works on Model Me all the time and that is me. And I only have a certain amount of capacity. And if I'm gonna run and work in this, you know, well-being business, then guess what? I need to make sure I am making sure that I am well, because if I am not well, how can I sit here and preach to you about you helping making, you making sure that you're well? It doesn't make any sense. And that's just so inauthentic, which goes against everything about who we are. It goes against you being your authentic self. And I just refuse to do it. So. I've had to put markers in place. I continuously have to put things in place so that I am not going off down this road that's not actually aligned with where Model Me is at now. And because obviously I'm working on this more now and I'm trying to build this business so that hopefully next year I can have a team. Ooh, wouldn't that be nice? That would be so cool. Um, I already know exactly who I would hire immediately. I literally, literally have people in place that I would hire. And I do think there's a space or two for people I wouldn't hire. Anyway conversation for another day so in terms of like the being burnt out like I look at my schedule and I say okay what can I what can I move and this is what I do when I'm feeling burnt out and that's exactly what I did last Monday I woke up I was not feeling good I was feeling really overstretched and I wanted to go to the Allbirds Christmas party last week I couldn't miss this well-being in the workplace event I had a model me event on the Monday so Monday night Tuesday night Wednesday night I had stuff booked in that I didn't feel I could cancel but I definitely couldn't cancel the model meal event, but I didn't feel like I'd cancel it. I didn't feel like I could, you know, um, not go to those things. So I had to move other stuff like social plans that I'd made. And it just means that this week I'll make sure I have um, social plans in place because balance, right? We try and balance. So <laughs> what is crazy is when we do things at Model Me, like I knew I was gonna talk about burnout on this podcast. And you know, last week we had an event on how to be your authentic self. It's just really ironic because it just so happens that most of those times I'm in a place where I'm reflecting and assessing or even checking myself and going, hmm, Natasha, are you being your authentic self? Number one, or in this situation, are you, um, are you, are you checking the burnout flags that you're getting? And are you actually doing what you can to put things in place so that you're not burning out? Guys, it's a journey. It's a real journey. So I wanted to talk about your heart because I think that, yeah, it's just something we, your heart is really where everything flows out of, right? That's the truth. So I wanted to talk to you guys really quickly. Um, not really quickly, but I wanted to talk to you about your heart. And so last week I went to an event on well-being in the workplace. And what I realized is that well-being sometimes can be this like quite ethereal like word that we use sometimes. And so my friend shared on the night this absolutely fabulous acronym, PIES, physical, intellectual, emotional, and social. And she's talking about your mental, like your health, right? So 
this for me was a massive thing because it did make me realize how actually well-being is quite an ethereal word. And I was like, hmm, do you know what? Let's reassess. So it massively lines up to who we are at Model Me. And actually this is language that I think I'm gonna start using more because this is who we are, right? Like physical health, intellectual health, social health, emotional health, this is us, right? So I wanna ask you, if you've got a pen and paper, write this down. If you're traveling and you're listening to this on your commute, make a note on your phone, but I want you to reflect on this as you finish your year, is what are you doing to support your physical, intellectual, emotional, and social health? Like, what are you actually doing to support those four areas? Because that, for me, that's well-being, right? And so I actually love that, yeah, I just love this so much. And actually the S originally stands for spiritual, my friend was telling me. And obviously, as I've shared, my spiritual health is really the reason, like, I am who I am today. And I, I really give thanks to God because... If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be able to do this. I wouldn't be able to run this business. I wouldn't know who I am. My whole identity is, you know, in who Jesus is. And I really thank God for that. And I think that we just live in this world that is so extremely confused. People are more lost than they've ever been. And this just really breaks my heart. Like there is such an attack on identity. And I think one of the things I've been reflecting on over the weekend, especially since I heard this whole like PIES acronym. So shout out to you, Simone, for really um, bringing this to my life because it's something I just feel like I have a new awareness and how we can help people with it. And so if we want to be the well-being, the holistic well-being solution for creatives, which is really the goal, right? What I've also realised is that we're the solution for with a solution for you if you're lonely, if you're lost, if you're broken, if you're unfulfilled, but we're also the solution for you if you're thriving. Because our whole thing at Model Me, I mean, think about it. When you're thriving in your life, what do you want? You wanna keep thriving, you wanna keep going, you wanna keep leveling up, you wanna keep on doing what you're doing. That's what happens when you're thriving. And so I think for me at Model Me, I just really want you guys to know that we are committed to helping meet you where you're at and really helping you level up from that place. We are committed to understanding with you what's going on in your life and helping you have the tools and be really equipped so that you can either move from this place of discomfort or, you know, a place where you're feeling stuck, or it could be a place from thriving to going to even more thriving. And I think that, you know, at the core of Model Me is community. I really believe that there is this massive, massive lie that exists in this world. You know, a note that I actually made as I was, you know, preparing for this was how people really believe that they don't need anybody to live a fruitful life. And that is not because the individual believes it initially on themselves. That's society, that's culture, that's the messages we're getting from media that you don't need anybody. And it's just such a lie. You need people, you need friendship, you need support, you need community, you need people that you can talk to. Yes, you might need time by yourself as well, but actually, you need to know that you don't need to do this life alone. And I am extremely adamant on helping people understand this because I can see stronger than ever, there is the biggest lie that is ripping through our society, that is encouraging people that they don't need anybody. And it's just insane. And it is so, so, so heartbreaking. So if we break down the pies, suggestions on your physical health with Model Me, I mean, I'm gonna talk very model me language right now because this is what we do, who we are. 
you know, this is why we put fitness events on because physical health is a big part of, you know, who you are, of who you can understand who you really are. Thinking about burnout, right? This whole topic around burnout, it's scientifically proven one of the best ways that you can help solve your stress cycle is through physical health, through moving your body. So physical health, that's how you can help with your physical health. In terms of intellectual health, questions I have for you are, you know, what are you doing to improve your knowledge, your skill set? Are you exploring and discovering new things that help you grow in that skill set, help you grow in your career? When it comes to emotional health, what are you doing to understand your emotions better and your thought life? And how can you, it's understanding how your thought life actually dictates everything in your life. And so by understanding your thought life first, you can understand how certain things are happening, how certain relationships play out for you. Social, your social health. Are you putting yourself around the right people to help you with where you're at? Please don't keep yourself alone. And a really big example of this for me is I have such, such, such fantastic friends, but I am trying to make sure that on a weekly basis, I am putting myself in different situations at different moments that don't mean I'm with all the same people at the same time. Because actually, sometimes it's very, very healthy to just drop yourself into a room where you don't know anybody. I mean, if you're an introvert, you're probably thinking, Natasha, that is my worst nightmare. So maybe this is exclusively for the extroverts. I don't know the science on it. I would love to if you're a science person give it to me. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I think it's one of the things my boyfriend reminded me last week, you know, when I was feeling burnout and I was like, oh, should I go to these Christmas parties? Should I go to this event? And my boyfriend was like, it's going to be so good for you to be around different people and to just drop yourself into those environments. And you know what? He was completely right. So I want to finish this podcast by talking about your career, because I think sometimes you know, we can listen to things and not really understand how they connect into helping us be that best version of ourselves, be the most authentic version of ourselves, and really prospering in our career. So the reason we talk about this whole thing, whether it's burnout, whether it's um, emotional, I keep wanting to say mental health, but that's just such a habit. Whether it's emotional health, social health, you know, all these things I've just listed. It's actually because if you know what your health really looks like, and you know what burnout really looks like for you and how it really affects you, then I actually feel that understanding those things, knowing those things about your life, and I can say this from true lived experience in myself, if you know those things, then you are really gonna be able to understand how you can prosper in your career. Because I personally don't think that you can even set goals. I don't even know if you can you know, really set such a vision if you don't know who you are. You need to know who you are in order to prosper in your life. And so, like, I literally wrote some things down as I was reflecting. Like, to be able to set goals, we need to first know who we are. To end up with the partner that you end up marrying and building a life with and having a family with, you actually need to know who you are. Because, I mean, it's a segue. I'm not going down that conversation. We will another day. But from a dating point of view, if you don't know who you are, right? How are you supposed to end up with the person that you're supposed to be with? Because first of all, you're not turning up to be your authentic self, right? And it's really sad. It's really sad because a lot of people don't and they don't know how to start understanding who they are. And that is why I invite you to model me. I invite you to this podcast. I invite you to be part of what we're doing in our in-person events in London, in our online events online. I invite you to be part of what's going on because, and that's why it's really important 
to help invite you to understanding who you are, understanding who you've got around you, what burnout looks like, what your physical, emotional, intellectual, and social health is. Did you see what I did with my hands there? <laughs> anyway, because when you know those things, then you can start to prosper in your life. And I think for me at Model Me, I'm so passionate about us understanding this foundation, this like root of it. Like imagine yourself as a plant in soil. You first need to understand and get that real strong foundation, get that soil solidified and built in. Because when you have strong soil, healthy soil, healthy trees, healthy plants, healthy fruits can grow out of that. But you first have to have the soil set, the foundation in place. Amen? Amen. So our next event at Model Me, if you are in London or the surrounding areas and you wanna come and join us in person, we have got Thursday 14th of December. It is gonna be your year in review and I'm so excited for this. Our next podcast, I'll actually be reflecting on, um, basically helping you understand how you can start to reflect on your year. I think this is something that we do need to do in December. I think it can feel quite overwhelming if we only start to do it in January. Um, and as I said earlier, we have got a YouTube subscription coming, guys. So I'm really, really excited for that. It's gonna be so amazing to be able to finally bring a lot of the content that we are creating in our uh, in-person events and be able to do that digitally so that you can be helped. We can help everybody everywhere with what they're going through at that moment and just really meet you where you're at. I think that's really what we're about. I wanna help you meet you where you are and so I just want to encourage you if there's something specific that you need support with that you need help with that you'd love to watch a workshop on please reach out we have got five and a half years of workshop material on helping you be the most authentic version of yourself so you know you never know you we might just have that workshop ready and waiting for you to understand how you can get through that thing or move past from feeling stuck in that area so Thank you so much for watching, for listening. I just would love if I could ask you to share this with somebody that you think it would impact. One thing I always say when we do a Model Me event, and it's the most important thing for me, is not necessarily like posting on your social. If you wanna do that, that's amazing. But for me, it's more like actually, who do you have in your life? There's probably someone right now that's just dropped into your brain, so trust that person, whoever that is. Trust that thought, I should say. and you know, share this with them if you think it would help them because I want people to know that actually there's something out there that wants to help them, that wants to support them, be the best version of themselves, understand who they really are and give you full empowerment and encouragement that actually you can change. Don't live to the lies in the world that make you believe that you're stuck and you're staying as you are because that's who you are and that's the, that's the past that you've had. It is not true and I, yeah, go against every lie in your life in regards to that. I can't wait to see you next time. Thank you so much for joining and we'll see you very soon.